Welcome to So You Want to Be a Witch, the podcast for soul-centered entrepreneurs and the people who love them. Welcome back to So You Want to Be a Witch, the podcast for soul-centered entrepreneurs and the people who love them. I'm your host, Sarah M. Chapel, and today we're going to talk about taking care of yourself during launches, sales pushes, and busy times in your business. This is on my mind because I'm recording this a week before it will come out, and we are in the middle of our biggest ever launch for the Holistic Business Academy. In fact, if you are listening to this on Thursday or Friday of the week it is released, um, the doors are open to HBA, and you can come and join us. You can learn more about the program and see if it's the next right step for you to find your ideal customers, increase your income and impact, and build a life of self-care and service to really have a values-led personalized approach to your business, and frankly, to learn how to think like a business owner and to apply foundational knowledge to whatever comes your way. I've been thinking about this a lot. HBA really teaches how to future-proof your business because we teach you how to think and question and discern more than teaching you like a hashtag strategy. (laughs) My goal is to set you up for success regardless of what the future holds in business and especially in the online space. Anyway, registration is open right now. It closes Friday the 16th at midnight Eastern time. You can reserve a spot in our program and learn more at holisticbusinessacademy.com forward slash join. So I hope that I see you there. If you have questions, now is a great time to reach out to us either at hello at sarahmchapel.com or you can shoot me a DM on Instagram. I'm pretty active there during launches, which brings me to the topic at hand. I wanted to talk about this because I know when I launch, and this has been true throughout my entire business, people tend to look at my launches, and this is just based on feedback I've received, and then like, oh my God, how is she doing so much? And there's also a second layer of, oh my gosh, I could never do that much. (laughs) And there's a lot of, I think, um, a lot of confusion, and uh, yeah, about what really goes into having a big busy season in your business. And last week on the podcast, we talked about this different tweet, difference between hard work and hustle and when we want to do that focused, cognitively demanding work and when we want to make sure we're not, you know, getting stuck in, in busy mode and toxic productivity, um, but also not wanting to get stuck in what I am now calling toxic passivity and doing nothing. <laughs> and we talked about that last week. You can check out that episode if you haven't already. We'll link it up in the show notes. But when you see the outside of people's businesses, you really don't know what's going on. And it's been probably a couple years since I've really done a behind the scenes on a launch in real time. So I thought we would do that today. Now, again, I'm recording this a week before it comes out. So I don't have my final numbers for our webinar registration, but I will say that as of today, um, with uh, five days to go, more than five days to go until our training, it was on, when you're listening to this, it was on Tuesday, uh, prior to when this was released, we have more people registered for this webinar than we've ever had before. That's awesome. That was the goal. It's supposed to be the biggest launch ever. I set a really big goal. (laughs) But I'm sitting here in this moment, and I knew I needed to record this podcast today. And this morning, I actually woke up and was having pretty severe sensory issues. So one of the um, overexcitabilities that I deal with, and I work within this framework, I think I mentioned it earlier at the end of last year when I talked about giftedness um, and that as a neurodivergence that is becoming kind of more looked at in adults in particular, myself included, 
I work within the framework of Dabrowski's um, overexcitabilities and positive disintegration and his theories in general, which have been applied very well to um, gifted adults. And overexcitabilities, you can think of them as just being like super sensitivities. <laughs> and I have some sensory ones. That's really normal. And I think a lot of folks um, listening to this can probably relate through your own experiences. And I woke up this morning and within a few minutes, it was apparent that I was having a very sensory sensitive day. In particular, I was um, having some problems with my skin and texture and sound. Sound is usually my number one, but texture and feeling things on my skin is a second is a close second one. And I had this moment of almost absolute panic, just this like rising up in my heart of it is your biggest launch ever. It's like what I'm saying to myself and you can you've heard, I've said it like five times. This is your biggest launch ever. This is your biggest launch ever. That's the story I'm telling myself. And you're having a major like sensory episode. <laughs> and I almost lost it. I was like, oh my God, I can't do this. I have to cancel everything. I had a I had an Instagram live to do this morning. I had this podcast. I had a bunch of email copy I needed to write. Well, what I did instead was uh, look at my calendar, realize, well, I'm not rescheduling the things that are scheduled because it is launch week and those dates are important. But I don't have to sit myself down right now and squeeze in an hour of writing before my recording. That's actually not required. I gave myself just enough breathing room, and this came with practice and therapy, <laughs> but a lot of practice in my business, to just sit here and work through my sensory thing. For me in particular, that involved putting in um, some uh, earplugs that I use that reduce uh, the, the uh, sound waves that I hear. I took a shower, which helped, and I told my partner what was happening and let myself be a little bit of a tornado human <laughs> for a minute around the house. I gave him fair warning and said, I'm a tornado. I need to tornado a bit. So I banged around the house. I, I released some excess energy that came up because I was scared of this um, sensory issue in this kind of tense moment, right? This exciting, tense moment in my business. So I'm always thinking about self-care and as I hope y'all know, I mean, yes, self-care can be like super cool, like chill baths and candles and shit. But those of you who've been around for a while remember when I taught tarot for self-care and it was never really about that. It wasn't like super cute rituals. <laughs> for me, self-care is about honest discernment, support, the deep inner work and the nourishment that we need to thrive. And it's not just self-care, it's self-care in the context of community, caring for ourselves so we can care for others and vice versa, that these things are, are reciprocal. It's not just shit looking cute, though I do like cute stuff, so no, nothing wrong with that. So to have this moment today just felt like such a great opportunity to talk about what I mean when I talk about a business of self-care and service. I use that phrase a lot. I came up with it a few years ago. And I've been using it pretty consistently for two or three years in the business because it really gets to what I'm trying to say with a lot of our HBA work and a lot of the work in general, which is that showing up to serve and support others and be in community and do work that changes the world, whether that is in, in smaller local ways or you have big visionary, whatever your your scope is, all scopes are valid, but that also means that you have to be cared for. And that often, for a lot of us, that care has to come from self. Many of us are not in intact communities or, you know, where you have people, unfortunately, are really busy. There's not a lot of time for community care. 
And learning how to care for ourselves, I think, is really important. I think that's a beautiful gift we can give ourselves, especially when we're aware of the tendency towards um, individualism, right? It's not, it's not self-care and that's it. <laughs> but in the context of business, then, what does it mean to care for ourselves? And I think of it a lot during launches, because to the outside mind, to the outside eye, I know what my launches look like. All of a sudden, I am everywhere. Now, not every launch I do is like this. I have some that are more low-key, like when we do a workshop or something. But what we just have completed, by the time you listen to this, or just about for HBA, is our biggest style of launch. Um, and a launch, for those of you who are maybe new to this concept or new to the podcast, is essentially a facilitated experience where people learn about your offer, your product, your service, um, and get to kind of dive deep for a week or two to make a decision about whether or not it's the next right step for you. I am a big fan as a sales and marketing strategist of facilitated buying experiences because they help people to actually make strong decisions. So instead of just putting a link in your bio and hoping people click on it, which side note does not work, y'all. <laughs> it doesn't work. Don't do that. <laughs> you actually are helping people to figure out if something is the right fit for them. And there's a lot of steps that I move people through. You learn some of this inside the Holistic Business Academy for sure. We go super in depth in this in my incubator program. But essentially when I do a launch, what we usually have is some combination of educational material. In this case, that is a webinar. I love a webinar. <laughs> we have usually some kind of case study component. Sometimes that's just a few quotes on a sales page or in an email. In this, my biggest launch style, we actually do a bunch of live case study interviews on Instagram with our students and clients, which is so much fun because we get to hear everyone's story, share about their businesses, share about their wins, and of course, share about how Holistic Business Academy has helped them to achieve that. But it's more like doing a podcast episode to me. It's like we get to really celebrate our, our members and our customers and, you know, give them um some promo and press on our channels and also of course talk about our program i love it but that's a huge amount of coordination we did um five this time plus, plus a sixth uh, special interview with my friend and colleague lauren haynes of wooden spoon herbs who i've done some work with in the past and so we had six instagram lives that's a lot right six instagram lives a live webinar um for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people. <laughs> Again, I'm, it says it happened yet. I'm in the past talking about the future to you in the future, looking in the past. It's a bit of a time, a time warp moment. Um, and there's emails and there's posts. I have been all over social media and all over your inboxes for the past few weeks. I've been on several new podcasts. I was on Tanae uh, Stewart's podcast, the Empowered Modern Witch podcast. You should totally check that out. I was also on Liz Worth's podcast, um, Life's What You Make It. I'm talking about uh, tarot and business. So totally check those out. We can link those up in the show notes as well. So I've been everywhere. Even just saying that sounds tiring, right? <laughs> and you might be like, oh my God, am I supposed to do that? <laughs> Short answer is no, <laughs> you're not supposed to do that. Oh, and we have another piece in this launch, which I've mentioned before, we have partners for the first time. We are partnering up with folks to um, to share people who are, are kind of like our past members or people who are um, you know, often like share and give us a lot of referrals. We've actually partnered with people to do promotions with them and their audiences. A lot of moving pieces. So are you supposed to do this? No, <laughs> you're not supposed to do this. I am a marketer. I am a pro at this. This is what I do. So my launches have always been bigger 
than my team or, or resources would suggest. Even my first launches, if I look back at them now, I'm like, whoo, Sarah, you were everywhere. You did a lot. I didn't do as much as I do now, but I did a lot. But that's because this is one of my skills and gifts. This is an area I can lean into that may not be one of your skills and gifts. So now we have a team, right? My first launches, that was not true. It was just me. But now we can do things in a much bigger scope because it's not just me. <laughs> I could definitely not have partners by my own. Scheduling all of these Instagram live case studies by myself, scheduling, 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 emails, emails, emails. I'm not doing all of that. I have a lot of help. Okay. But when we start to look at any big promo in your business, the first question or the first kind of statement really is, as always, know thyself. When you are starting to prepare a promotion, when you are starting to prepare a push for your business, you're releasing a new product, releasing a new service, doing a launch, however you're approaching it, you have to know yourself. I just said one of the reasons we do big launches is because I, I'm good at it. I like it. Now, anyone can do a big launch, but especially those of you who are in your first few years of business who don't have any help yet, you do not need to do as many things as I am doing. <laughs> Please, <laughs> let me be the, the person who's the, I don't know, the inspo, if you will. Oh, cool, Sarah is showing us what we could do, but you need to pick what looks good to you, what works with you, your skills, and your gifts. For some of you, going live on Instagram six times in two weeks is, is going to be a no-go, either from a scheduling perspective or because you don't like live video. Then don't do it, right? I love live video. <laughs> so that's a really great fit for me. When I say know thyself, and we start here in Holistic Business Academy, right, with our work on needs and desires and beliefs, your values, your vision, I literally cannot teach you a one-size-fits-all approach to business because it won't work. <laughs> I know that's like kind of frustrating. We always want like the, the quick win or the quick fix, the hack. It won't work, though. It will work short-term, but it won't fulfill you. However you're choosing to promote your work, however you're choosing to communicate about your business, Know thyself. When you're starting to plan something, know thyself. So I'm mentioning all of this as this kind of big precursor to the four ways that I ensure that self-care is at the center of my big launch promotions, okay? But I'm sharing them for me in my perspective and what I'm doing right now, right? I'm sharing what works for me. Maybe you guys don't need to go be tornado people around your house <laughs> because you're having sensory issues. You have other problems. <laughs> um, but I'm going to share what works for me. So I want you to filter this through the lens of know thyself. When I say, wow, we have like a five-pronged marketing strategy this season, right? Press, case studies, webinar, partners, and then our organic work. We have like five basically marketing channels we're using for this launch. My first, my first launches had one, just my organic reach, okay? Oh, and, and ads, I guess we have six. <laughs> I just, just my organic reach, okay? So I wanna tell you what I'm doing, but I also, I don't wanna belabor the point too much, but just like, you know, I trust you to, to filter this through yourself, okay? <laughs> So we want to start with any plan, though, and anything in your business is knowing yourself. What are your skills and gifts, but also where are your challenges? We talk about this in the minimal viable business concept. We did an episode about that last year that we can link up in the show notes, where I basically say, are you set up for the worst case scenario in your business for you personally? And especially those of us that are neurodivergent, 
chronic health issues, chronic mental health challenges, uh, responsibilities outside of ourselves, right? If you have kids or caregiving responsibilities, there's just so many unknowns, right? If you don't know if you're going to wake up and feel like your skin has bugs crawling on it, <laughs> right? Um, you know, if that's something that's in your life, then making sure that you're setting yourself up for success in the most kind of potent and, um, and frankly stressful moments of your business is going to help you so much. And you, I just want to be like, you deserve it. You do, you 100% deserve to set up your promotions in a way that feels supportive to you. So for me, knowing myself and setting myself up in this way, the first big thing for me is that my promotional periods are very short. I am someone who can be very driven by uh, what my friend Ren Zatapet calls need fire, by essentially adrenaline, by the pressure of knowing other people are look are are um, depending on me for things, and that is a short term strategy, right? Being kind of motivated by need and necessity that's short term. That's not a long term sustainable strategy. So with that in mind, I keep my launches very short. There's a bit of a pressure cooker vibe, but I do well with that. I do well with deadlines and I do really well with things where I have to show up, where I've made a commitment. Which reminds me of being in high school. I went to boarding school and um, my grades were fine, but I always had a hard time kind of really focusing on my homework. That's a whole other story. But I ran a bunch of clubs and um, I did a lot of directing in the theater and a lot of tech work in the theater. And I would, on days when we had to load in for a show and do a tech setup and hang lights and everything, I would get up at five in the morning and walk. I don't want to be like, walk two miles uphill both ways, but I'm pretty sure it was a couple miles. I feel like it was a 45 minute walk each way. Um, Often, like I was in New Hampshire, so it was either really cold or really hot. Walk and get donuts and bring them back for everybody for when we started at seven. And that's the kind of thing where I could literally not make myself get up at five o'clock to like finish a paper (laughs) or plan ahead to finish a paper. No, but knowing that I would have a crew coming in to help us hang the lights for my show or do the tech check or whatever it is or do tech rehearsal, I was like, I'm going to make sure they have donuts. So that's part of how I operate. I work better with those external motivators. And while I've become more motivated um, to let, to frankly, allow myself to do the things I love. Again, my whole not doing my homework thing is a, is a, is a little complicated. And I become more in tune with my intrinsic motivation over time. I'm still someone who really benefits from external motivation. So that's why I love doing a webinar. I have to show up at a specific time. People are counting on me. They signed up. That's why I love doing things like case studies. Oh, I have now made a date to show up live on Instagram with these people. That's exactly what happened this morning. I had my recording with Lauren Haynes of Wooden Spoon Herbs, and I wasn't going to reschedule. Lauren's busy. Lauren's Lauren's brilliant and made time for me in her schedule to do this, and uh, I was going to show the fuck up. I say that with a caveat that there have been times when I really have been sick and I do have to change things. But in general, I find that I can, worst case scenario in my business, I can usually show up for a live video a day if I have to. I can do that. So that's why I keep my launches very short. For some of you, having essentially a two-week launch series, this one was a little bit more like three to four weeks because of our pre-promo, but the Sarah being like available bit is really, is actually under two weeks. It's, It's about a week and a half. For some of you, that would be a pressure cooker in a bad way. Some of you are folks who deadlines like that or those short time periods lead to a lot of stress. I find them motivating. You, you might not. So come back to the know thyself. But I make those choices. Okay, I know that for me in general, if like 
even if I get super sick or something goes sideways, I can show up in these ways for this short period of time. That's important. It's important for me to know what my what my boundaries are and what supports me. So think about this for yourself. What are your boundaries? What works best with the way that you work? Are you someone for whom those deadlines are really helpful? Or are you someone who really needs something more flexible based off of your, your personal challenges, right? So with that in mind, we want to plan as much as possible. The key, in my opinion, to a successful lower stress launch is planning in advance and essentially doing the same thing over and over again. Two things that a lot of business owners have a hard time with. Planning in advance tends to be hard for business owners because we're visionary folks and we tend to be very reactive to inspiration in the moment. Um, Or responsive, we can say that, maybe not reactive. Okay, a lot of us are reactive though. Planning ahead is hard for business owners, especially in their first few years, because we don't really know. It's hard to know if, oh, if this launch is going to make the money that we expect it to make or need it to make. We might have to make changes of plans a little bit more um, with a little bit more agility than more established businesses. Like I'm sitting here in July and for the first time ever, my promotional calendar is completely booked through the end of the year. Unless you want to offer me a book deal, (laughs) right? (laughs) Just saying, I really, I don't have a lot of time to do anything else. Like we're pretty much booked. I have just enough room for, for the magic to appear in case something cool comes down the pipeline, but I'm fully booked. But a year ago? Oh my gosh, no, never. The idea of being booked up for six months, knowing exactly what we're doing every single month for six months, that would have been wild. I didn't have enough certainty and enough security in my work to make those decisions. But that said, a launch that is pre-planned is going to help you very well. Even if all you do is plan what days you're going to send sales emails, what days you're going to post on social media if you use social media, what days you're going to do a webinar or go live to answer questions, Even if you just have those things on your calendar, that's going to make it so much easier than saying, oh, I'm supposed to be promoting this thing this week. What should I do next? Plan ahead. (laughs) Give yourself the gift of planning ahead, putting it on your calendar. The really fantastic freedom that comes from doing these kinds of methods is when everything is pre-planned, when all of your emails are written, when everything is booked, when your graphics are made, when your messaging and communications are clear. And those of you in Holistic Business Academy know communication is really what marketing and sales is. It's just about communicating effectively. And when you've done that work, then you can actually just enjoy the sales promo period, enjoy the launch, be present without being making a bunch of shit on the back end. But here's the caveat to that. You also have to be adaptable, right? Like I said this morning, okay, I shifted my writing time today because I woke up not feeling my best also notice I had writing time today because I had a bunch of emails that needed to be written for our sales email sequence that I hadn't finished. So was I supposed to get those done a month ago? Yes. Did I? No. (laughs) Right. I'm not perfect here. I don't get everything done ahead of time. This is where adaptability comes in. Every day as a business owner, we have to prioritize different things. I am actively running a business that supports hundreds and hundreds of people. Sometimes I don't get all my work done in a day. I know that's shocking, right? I also take time off and rest and get sick and just like am a human whose brain doesn't work sometimes. So we want to make a plan, but we also want to be adaptable. And the key here is being realistic and again, knowing yourself. My team knows by now that if it comes to writing something, chances are I'm going to run late. I am a writer. I like to think I'm a good writer. 
but I can be a little slow and it's definitely a place that I procrastinate because it's hard. It's cognitively demanding, like we talked about with the hard work concept last week. Writing is cognitively demanding. I have a lot of things to do in my business that are less cognitively demanding than like inventing new sentences, right? <laughs> so it gets deprioritized. So here we are in the middle of our launch and I'm still writing copy. I'm still writing content. Okay, well, that's not ideal, but I adapted, I changed. And what I did is instead of completely rewriting some stuff I thought I was gonna completely rewrite, I just updated it, I judged it, right? So I made it a little bit easier for myself. I've, re I've written a lot of new copy for this launch and I was like, all right, this last little bit, we're just gonna judge it, it's fine. <laughs> so I plan, but then I leave the room to be adaptable. I think the real key here with being adaptable is just going ahead and forgiving yourself. Most of the challenges that I see when folks miss deadlines, feel like they're running late, feel like they're behind, get overwhelmed, it's because they're judging themselves. It's because we, we feel shame for having not met our own deadline. You're the boss. It's, just, it's you. So go ahead and forgive yourself for being a human and running late sometimes or having a hard time focusing or getting sick or having creepy crawly skin. I really hope none of you experience that though. I'm sure some of you do. It doesn't feel great. Um, and just adapt. And don't, don't, don't hold it over yourself like you've done something wrong. You haven't at all. This is normal. It's normal for plans to shift. We make them so we have a scaffolding, we have direction, and we can relieve some stress. But ultimately, in the moment, things will change. This is more of like a little marketing note, but sometimes you'll enter a launch and you'll realize that none of your messaging is hitting. You're posting stuff and no one cares. No one's opening your emails. Registrations are low. Interest feels low. You don't have momentum. In that moment, you probably want to spend some time and adapt, right? Figure out what isn't hitting. Talk to people. Try and test other things. It's not my favorite thing to do in the middle of a launch, but we've done it. Actually, we did it in my big launch last summer, which was our biggest launch ever. I shifted the messaging about partway through and we ended up making more money than we've ever made in the launch because things weren't quite hitting when we started that launch. For this launch right now, the messaging is the messaging is tight, y'all. It is like dialed in and I can feel it because the momentum is there. So I'm not worrying about that, but I'm adapting to myself and my own body and how I'm feeling because my health has been a little sketchy for the past couple, for the past month really. So that adaptability then is just about giving yourself that gift. That is self-care. Let your plans change if they need to. Do not hold yourself to something in a way that is cruel. If you're in a situation where you would tell a friend to take a break, take a fucking break. Your launch is not going to die because you didn't post on Instagram one day, okay? So in addition to this, this plan, adapt kind of tension, which I think is critical for uh, business in general, but especially during these kind of heavy promotional periods, I am a huge fan of scheduling. Now, I mentioned this kind of as part of the planning, but in particular, I am scheduling other things in my life. So for example, I live with my partner. Uh, we have planned our meals. We have scheduled out when we're going to the grocery store, who's cooking what night. Now, to be fair, I'm very lucky. He's mostly cooking. <laughs> He's also a better cook than I am. Um, but we talked about that in advance. I was like, hey, hon, we're about to head into launch week. So we need to talk about food because when I don't eat, things get nasty, right? So we have a plan. I, I scheduled our my grocery shopping. I made sure that I had frozen food that I like that is tasty and makes me still feel good, even though it's like kind of frozen and kind of a treat. <laughs> Sog paneer from Trader Joe's. I'm just putting that one out there. So good. I have these things ready. 
and scheduled. I know when I'm going to eat. I know when I'm going to exercise. I know when I'm going to be recording podcasts, for example. I, I schedule things a little bit more than I normally do when I'm in a launch so I don't have to make decisions. Because decision fatigue on top of regular promotional fatigue, and for me as an introvert, being very visible and very out there, too much, right? So one of the things that you can pre-schedule, if you live with someone or you have caregiving responsibilities or you have a partner or you have kids, what can you plan ahead for? Can you let everyone know when you cannot be available for things? My partner and I have a shared calendar where I put things that you might not think he needs to know about on there. He knows when all my Instagram lives are. He knows when my webinar is. He knows when cart opens and when cart closes, right? That's only kind because he has to live with me during this, but also so that he knows, okay, great. Sarah's not going to be able to take the dog out for her morning walk because Sarah is doing uh, an Instagram live, right? This is the world we live in. So make sure that all of the people who you are going to be, essentially people who you share responsibilities with, know what's up. Schedule ahead. Plan meals, plan exercise, plan rest, set some fucking bedtimes, y'all. I know a lot of this is really basic, but with the adrenaline and kind of stress and other things that can bubble up, all the mindset challenges that can emerge during a launch, sometimes we forget about this stuff. Honestly, the meal planning, though, is totally key. If you're somewhere and have the resources to um, get meal delivery, I have students who do that. I think it's fucking brilliant if you're able to do that. For me, basically, I just make sure I'm eating like I eat the same thing for breakfast and lunch every day, pretty much anyway, just so I don't have to make decisions. But I definitely do that during a launch. And then all of our dinners are planned. I know when I'm eating, where I'm eating. It's all taken care of. Obviously, I'm very concerned about food, <laughs> but that's also a place where I can either forget and I have some I have some um, personal issues with food. So it's very important for me to like have that clear. Um, and then that last piece is ask for help. Right. That's kind of implicit when I was talking about it with scheduling, but ask for help. So many small business owners act like they're supposed to have this big fucking Amy Porterfield style launch with no help. You're not. <laughs> Amy doesn't do it with any help, without any help. You can't either. But I mean, even in the small ways, not so much that, you know, you have to have a team member or have to have a virtual assistant for a launch, but tell your friends, tell your biz besties, ask them to check in with you, ask them if it's okay for you to tell them how many registrants you have for your webinar. I send my biz bestie daily updates on our webinar registrations during a launch and daily updates on our sales, 110%, because I need somebody to celebrate with me who gets it. And it is a huge deal for me to be able to show up in that space and celebrate my wins fully in a place where I'm held and cared for. What kind of help do you need to stay motivated during a launch? Who are you going to talk to if things aren't going the way that you want? Who can you tap in to help you remember to take care of yourself if you end up not feeling well, if you have a creepy crawly moment or you're having some other challenges? So to recap real quick, all of business, but definitely promo periods, we need to start from this place of knowing yourself, right? There are no hacks to a sustainable supportive business for you. Only ways of thinking, only frameworks that can be applied to your specific unique situation. And that is what we teach inside the Holistic Business Academy. I will teach you all the tools and strategies that I know, but ultimately my job is to help you develop your thinking, to help you develop your ability to process and envision your business. That is really my job. It's a little hard to sell that. I'm going to teach you how to think, (laughs) but that is really my goal. I want you to be able to do this for yourself, right? So 
know yourself when you're setting yourself up, when you're, <clears throat> excuse me, gosh, you can tell my voice is starting to go. I've been talking so much. When you are um, planning your launches, planning your promo periods, make sure they actually line up with you, your skills, your gifts, and your capacity. Um, plan ahead. Reuse stuff as much as possible. Oh my gosh, we reuse basically the same emails every single launch and have for five years, <laughs> four or five years. I, I, I'm only now rewrite. I rewrote a bunch of them this time, right? It's just not worth it. Plan ahead, reuse shit, but then also be adaptable, right? And know that you're not a failure or doing something wrong. If you get sick or you run out of time or you didn't get something planned ahead, don't worry about it. The planning ahead is only to help you have an easier time during the launch. It is not because there's some, you know, productivity god out there who's going to smite you if you don't have everything perfectly mapped out. It is a structure, it is a scaffolding to help you thrive. And with this planning and adapting, we want to be realistic, right? Don't book yourself for 50 calls in one day if you're not the kind of person who likes to do that. Our extroverts might be, but the rest of us not so much, right? Really know yourself with the kinds of strategies you pick the availability you have, even heck, even if you're even, if you're even doing a live launch method, right? That is that is also kind of a know yourself moment. Schedule, schedule your personal life and schedule your business life during the launch period. I'm in the two week push for our launch period right now. All of my social media posts are scheduled. All of my messaging is scheduled. My life is scheduled. My meals are scheduled. I really have like sunk into that this time. My time off is scheduled. I'm so excited that I'm actually taking full days off in the middle of a launch. Y'all, that's amazing. Why? Because I planned ahead and then scheduled it. I need a break. I am. I started reading Ulysses by James Joyce, though, which I can't tell if I like it or not. If you've read it and like not the closeness, but actually read this book, send me a message because I either love it or I don't understand it. I'm really confused. <laughs> Probably not the best launch week book. But I'm going to sit and give myself a day of trying to understand Ulysses. That is good for my anxious mind. <laughs> know thyself. So schedule ahead. And especially with your other responsibilities, partners, spouses, children, pets, other like things that you have to do, jobs, right? If you're working or if you have freelance clients, communicate and schedule. That is the biggest gift you can give yourself. And again, we're not trying to be rigid here. We're trying to remove decision fatigue, make it so that you know what your next action is and that all of the other people who are active participants in your life know what to expect and also know how they can support you. For me, a launch is a family affair. My partner, no, he isn't, you're not going to see him, you know, reposting me on Instagram or something. He's very private and that is fine. Um, but in our home, when I launch, you know, he's aware of that. He's supporting me in the ways that he can. So whatever your living situation is, even your fucking roommates, they probably need to know that you're in a promo period and know that maybe you need some extra help doing the dishes this week because you're going to be really busy. Communicate. And that's that last piece is ask for help. You do not have to do this alone. You do not need to do a giant fucking launch anyway. Again, that goes back to the know thyself. But with whatever you're doing, don't be afraid to ask for help. Let your biz besties know. Let your friends know. Let your partners know. Let your kids know that you're doing something really big and exciting for your business and that you might need some extra support. That is okay. Book extra sessions with your healers, with your therapists, whatever. <laughs> but ask for help. So I hope this has been helpful to kind of hear how I think about self-care during launches. 
ultimately, yes, a lot of it is making sure that you are fed and watered just like the marvelous plant being that you are, but it is about giving yourself the gift of planning and adaptability normalizing the fact that shit's going to change, that shit is going to go wrong, that you're going to feel great and then feel crappy because you're a human, and figuring out what you need to be supported in that space. If you want to go deeper, you want to be in a community of people who actually think about business this way, through the lens of support and self-care and service, then Holistic Business Academy is the place for you. You can learn more about this program, about our community offering, about the full holistic business framework, which, as I said, teaches you how to think about business for yourself, teaches you the foundational sales, marketing tools and strategies so that you can apply them to whatever business and whatever marketing platforms are available in the future. The foundations, those don't change. That's what I'm all about. How to think and how to critically and creatively create a business that you love. You can learn more about this at holisticbusinessacademy.com forward slash join If now is the right time for you to get some more support to grow your sustainable spiritual business, the one that actually pays you, allows you to give back and care in your community, and helps you help more people, I I would love to see you on the inside of HBA. I'm going to go rest my voice now and not talk to anyone for the rest of the day because I planned ahead and I am done. (laughs) Thank you so much for being here. I will see you all next week. Bye for now.